Hello, hello, and welcome to Scott's Movie Pod until I think of a better name, which I may never do. So, we are here to talk about movies, which is the whole point of this podcast, and not just movies, but why we love them. I know a lot of podcasts are out there to review and uh, say negative things or why they didn't like movies, but personally, I've never seen a movie, no matter how bad it is, that I couldn't find one thing from that movie I enjoyed. That said... We are here today with a good friend, actress, director, writer, Jesse Smith. How are you doing, Jesse? I'm good. How are you? Pretty good. Pretty good. How you been doing lately? What's, uh, what's new in Jesse's world? Um, I have just been writing constantly and just a lot of freelance work. Um, nice, nice. Yeah, just writing. And I've been putting together a pitch deck for a couple projects. So just trying to get things going amongst the chaos. So very yeah. cool. Very cool. Yeah. I know how that goes. The chaos yeah. is real. The chaos is yeah. real. <laughs> so what movie are we discussing today? We are discussing one of my favorite movies, um, Hunt for the Wilder People. There's Hunt a for lot the Wilder of people. I like about that movie. So Hunt for the uh, Wilder People, directed by Taika Watiti and starring Sam Neill and my goodness, I forgot the young dude's name. His name is Julian, Julian, hold on, I, I literally just, I have it here. Julian Dennison. Julian Dennison, yes. Yeah. Which, that kid is mm. so great. <laughs> he's such a good actor. Uh, he's a lot of fun. Well, with that, yeah, let's, let's dive right in. What about, uh, what were your initial thoughts about the movie going into it? Well, I, um, when I first saw the movie, I, I remember I was still in uh, Los Angeles at the time and I went with some friends and they suggested it and I had not even heard of it. They were like, oh, this movie did pretty well at Sundance. We should go check it out. And I was like, okay. Um, and they were like, it's a New Zealand movie. I was like, oh, okay. I'm in because I have like an affinity for New Zealand. I just love New Zealand. I so I was like, it, yeah. I don't even think I even knew who Taiko Atiyu was at the time. Um, which I'm sort of embarrassed about, but whatever. Um, and so when I saw it, I just remember like from start to finish, just loving every, it's like, it is my style of humor and it's just fun. And um, there's a lot of depth and layers to it that I enjoyed. And Sam Neill's in it. So that's always a plus. Yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, I mean, yeah, same for me. I, I remember again like you I saw the trailer for it I think and I just was like oh I mean yeah okay it looks fun it looks like it could be a good movie um I'm pretty sure I saw it at the really small theater with my buddy Oliver when it came out and uh so it was like a kind of classic theater going experience for this weird New Zealand movie um landmark which was like a yeah yeah, <laughs> it was, uh, I think it was like the Los Feliz Vintage over here, the one that's only got like two theaters. Yeah, let's, this is great. Uh, I just remember going into it though, like hoping that it was as fun as the trailer made it look and yeah. was pleasantly surprised when it was. And not only that, it just had like a great, really heartfelt story throughout the whole thing, Yeah, which uh, is hard to do. Yeah. Yeah. I, it definitely, because it kind of, hits you in the gut like right from the start and that like shocked me because I was like I mean I don't know we can people I'm assuming have seen it so we can give spoilers right like right yeah that's uh, a for anybody listening uh, this is a spoilers podcast uh, because most of the movies we've talked about have been out 
pretty much for a while. <laughs> so yeah. yeah. I remember when I, uh, I forget her name is Bella in the movie, but his auntie or the woman. Oh yeah. Him, or fosters him. She just pretty within like the first like 25 minutes. It's like you learn, you like are, love this woman so quickly. And then she's just gone. <laughs> Yeah. And I was like, there's no way. I was like, she's not dead. She's still alive. Like, there's no way. But, yeah, I kept thinking, of like, this is uh, this is just like a bad moment, right? It's like a low moment, and then yeah. it turns out she's going to be fine. No, oh, okay, no, no, she's, yeah. she's dead. That's Perfect. all right. Well, there you go. Oh, and there's Taika Waititi as the, oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> the, the preacher, the pastor yeah. at the end. That was, that was pretty great. What is so impressive, too, though, is, like, even – like I think it's super hard to care so much about a character within like 20 minutes of the movie and it really because it's like you're just getting yeah. to know this person so they're if they're if they die in the movie um not all the time like would you care about them that quickly but it was like oh like I was like oh no my auntie just died you know it's like oh super heart-wrenching yeah and it's super sad like uh, you're, you're hoping this kid's gonna get a little bit of normalcy and then yeah she passes right away, away. Uh, what, uh, what did you think was going to happen after that? Like, I'm curious, because I wasn't sure where the movie was going to go. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I went into it, I don't think I had even seen a trailer for it, so I had no idea what the story was about, so yeah. um, I thought it was going to be, like, this process of him being put back into foster care and like this back and forth or whatever. I didn't, you know, I, I kind of, I didn't really know what was going to happen. I yeah. I think if I had seen the trailer, maybe I would have had a better idea, but um, yeah, I thought it was going to like take a, like a very depressing turn after that, which it, I mean, it didn't, but I mean, it was sad, but the way that, I mean, that's what's so great about Taiko Atini is that he's able to still find all this comedy within, um, just some of like the most emotional moments so oh yeah I think he he really minds those moments really well especially for yeah. both comedy and the drama mm-hmm. and um yeah I definitely thought okay please don't just turn into a sad drama like I'll I'll right. enjoy the movie but I was hoping for something a little bit more fun yeah exactly. Uh, and then we got that though so that was yeah. great it's like this kid is ridiculous He's, I'm a gangster and I'm gonna I'm gonna just take off on my own. You can't, you yeah. can't take care of yourself, buddy. <laughs> well, we, we found that out very early in the movie where he got about, what, it was like 200 meters from the house and he was already yeah. like, give. he's like, I'm done. I'm just gonna fall asleep here. He took like a whole loaf of bread and he yeah. like eats the whole, it, it's gone in, in like a couple hours. Yeah. It's like, oh, stick to your rations. Uh. I love, and I love to like the, the fact with the, the dogs and stuff. I just love that those are, they have a big relationship in that as well. I always, you know, it's always nice. Always makes yeah. me nervous when there's animals in movies because I'm like, I, I just like hope that they're okay. <laughs> don't let anything bad happen to them. Yeah, don't, don't hurt the animal, please. Yeah. We know, we know they could. They very well could. And often yeah. they will. And that is usually extremely upsetting. So yeah. I'm glad they didn't. I'm glad they didn't. Yeah. Well, I mean, there is a moment about like a quarter of the way through that I always fast forward through where, where um, Sam Neill's dog does have a run in with that boar. That's not for me. <laughs> I, like, I, I'm like, I'm going to fast forward this part. Just don't like it I blocked that out. 
because I, I was like, oh, yeah, that did happen, didn't it? Oh. Yeah, that's so sad. Oh, poor Sam. Dr. Grant, Dr. my Grant. goodness. Did not know he was New Zealand. Like, I did not know that he was a New Zealander until this movie. I actually like, did not I, know that either. I, which is such a, like, I feel like I should have known that. For right, same. <laughs> I mean, I know, I know why you should have known that. <laughs> yeah. we'll, t- we'll get to that later, but... Uh, yeah. I, I feel like I should have known that too, though, just because of how long he's been around and how much I enjoy his work yeah. generally. So mm-hmm. uh, I just thought he was English. He does it so yeah. well. I think I did too. But I guess that's a testament to him because he is able to just, uh, I mean, most of the characters I've seen him play are not from New Zealand. So very true. That was also interesting as like a turn for him is watching him play this character. Cause I haven't really play, seen him, I guess, play a character that was like that, honestly. Yeah. Not that I can think of. Yeah. I mean, I guess yeah. the closest thing is like him dealing with kids is, would be Dr. Grant, but he's a very different character. <laughs> sure. Yeah. So that was a lot of fun. I mean, that, that leads me to like what we liked and what worked, which is the next thing I like to like find out mm-hmm. about. But that worked for me was just seeing him like embody this character that yeah. could be kind of paternal but more of like a seem an annoyed uncle which is kind of what he yeah. is he's the uncle yeah, so like leave me alone I don't need to do this like his yeah his relationship with his wife was pretty apparent that she kind of is the like he is the curmudgeon and she is the like optimistic like big-hearted yeah. um yeah kind of runs the the family and he's, you know, obviously he's like a badass. He, yeah. oh, <laughs> he knows yeah, how to yeah. handle himself. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, I've got the neck. It's the yeah. neck. That was great. That was a good moment. <laughs> um, yeah. What, um, what part of the movie were you like fully in? You, you know, you're, you've already watched, you've been watching the movie for like however long. You're like, you know what? Yeah, this is in. Whatever happens next, I'm, I'm completely um. <laughs> I mean, do you want me to be completely honest? Because literally the minute that we get introduced to Ricky Baker and the um, uh, child services woman is just describing all his, like, um, yeah. ends at the lawn, she's just, like, uh, stealing stuff. And then she goes on, she's, like, defacing stuff, kicking stuff. And the minute she said kicking stuff, I was like, I love this movie. <laughs> and he's just going through this whole thing. And I love, like, the quick cuts of him doing all that stuff. And, yeah. like, honestly, pretty much right then and there, I was like, I'm going to love this movie. Cause I, that's just like my, so I was, I was in it like from the start. Nice. Well, that's great. Yeah. That's just a testament to the movie. Yeah. 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 The quick cuts. You're right. Super great. Um, The kicking stuff line was hilarious to me too, just because it's like, it's such a weird thing to be specific about. Right. 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 It's like, he's already hit, like you're hitting stuff, kick. It's kind of the same, but it just. And then the specificity of him literally kicking stuff. It's just, yeah, that was hilarious. It's really silly, which I I love. Yeah, that's like my, yeah. Yeah, like a weird, silly kind of humor. Yeah. I hear you. I hear you. Okay, then let's go to personal highlights. Any any and all personal highlights. We're talking about like specific performance moments, set pieces, uh, any particular favorite. Well, I, I mean... I think the fact one, I mean, they did it in the New Zealand, uh, like, bush, and it's beautiful there. So, like, they're just in general, like, the whole movie from start to finish has this, like, really beautiful backdrop. 
um, which is nice because it yeah. allows, I think too, like that allows you to kind of just like be right there in it with them too. Like you're kind of like, oh, I'm in this like really cool place. Um, I think that I'm trying to think clearly like their relationship starts to build after, um, you know, he hurts himself and he's kind of has Ricky Baker now has to like kind of take care of him and like in that to a capacity. But I think it's like once they, um, cause they separate at some point and then mm -hmm. they come back together and he, Ricky Baker has this nice moment with this family that he finds, which I, I really like too. Um, just seeing this like random family that he just connects with pretty immediately. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like the chase there, that like last chasing is insane to me. Like that was, I mean that, and also we have, um, Reese Darby who we run into as psycho Sam, who is like, so good. Insane. <laughs> um, so I don't know. I mean, I, I, that movie was kind of a, in like a pretty, um, consistent highlight for me. Like I, like I love this movie and I don't, there is, there's not much about the movie that like, I can't, I really, there's nothing about the movie that I, I mean, except for the, the, the sad dog moment and stuff yes. that I really didn't like, but um, yeah, like there's just so many fun moments in the movie and it kind of can, it, it's like, it's not just like this one moment and then there's a lull. It's like, there is just, and it's probably a testament to the relationships of the two characters and like um, their journey that also keeps me like so invested yeah. and excited even, you know, throughout. I, th I think you're right about that for sure. It's just such a like, yeah, constant ride. It's a constant ride. And yeah. every step of the way, I kept thinking I, you know, I know what's going to go maybe happen next. And then I was consistently wrong and was so yeah. thrilled to find that out. <laughs> Having all these weird, funny moments with all these characters doing all these yeah. like insane things. He shoots him at the end. I was like, what? No. He's like, yeah, it's not fatal, obviously. He shoots him in, like, he shoot in the ass, the leg, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he's just, ah, it's just so funny. It's like, whoa, you shot me. Right. And, yeah, there's, like, so many moments. Even the, there's that one moment, of course, when they uh, run into those hunters, and there's this whole uh, mystery. Oh, my God. That you're just, like, what? It's like you're, you're Sam Neill in that moment. You're watching this kid just, like, feed into this. Uh, like you, you're we're aware the audience is aware like what is happening and this kid is just like going on and you're like stop talking oh so great and, and even that whole moment with um I forget what her name is like the 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 child service um officer but she's such a big character too and like this whole moment that they have about, personality. Like, about who's Sarah Connor from Terminator it's just like it's so silly but it's so funny and just it's just such a good um they're just such nice like like little delicious moments that these characters have that you're like all in all like, with that is that a totally necessary thing and it's like no but do we need it yes <laughs> you know just those oh man things. it was a really fun touch yeah I thought having uh having that be something that the child services woman was like really just amped and kind of wild because yeah. for me yeah. as a character thing it worked and it made sense because like, oh Ricky's kind of this way. She's kind of this way. He's probably spent the most amount of time with her. It would be right. really funny if that's why. They're, they're yeah. both kind of just messed up because of each other. And they're both like, yeah, she is like, I mean, she takes her job very seriously. Like she treats it like she's like some CIA agent basically. Yeah. 
kind of. So I'm sure she, well, it's pretty obvious too that she is also enjoying this whole um, adventure of trying to find them. Like it gives her a lot of, yeah, she's enjoying it as well, even though she's frustrated. Like you can tell that she likes that she's been, it makes her feel important, you know what I mean? Yeah. It has to be like the highlight of her career. Yeah. You know, she's, she's doing all this like wild stuff. She never would have done it otherwise in child services. Right. It's right. nuts. Of course it's going to be an adventure. Yeah. So good. I have to go back to that end chase scene just because it is so crazy. And it's like with the music, the whole yeah. setup, like it's, everything about it is just playing hard into the, the like 80s action tropes. Oh, like, yeah, this is what we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> and it's so perfect. Uh, it's like a minefield at the end, right? They're driving through like an active minefield or something. Yeah, it's, it, I, I do remember like watching it for the first time being like, what is, I, I couldn't yeah, believe what? that we were in the movie. Like from where it started to that moment, I was like, I can't believe that we're here right now. Like, yeah. But it's, you know, it's exciting. And you could see like, you're kind of with uh, like Ricky, you know, kind of gets this like crazy look in his eye where you're like, this kid is like going to keep going till, till no end. And uh, yeah, you kind of like start to feel for um, Sam Neill's character. Oh God. They're like, he's going to die if he doesn't stop this. Yeah. This poor old man. <laughs> I definitely had that moment of how are we, how are we here? Yeah. We started this movie like a quiet, small house in the middle of the woods, and now we're on like an active Chasing. minefield with military yeah. pointing guns at these people. Yeah. Holy moly. The fact that he was able to get us from point, that point, point A to point B, and it made sense and it was fluid, right. that just tells you how good the movie is right oh, there. Yeah, yeah. He's just, Peggy Tee is a gem. Yeah. Wow. Um, I definitely think highlight is Ricky Baker. Um, they're all great. They all do such great performances, but Ricky Baker uh, has just some of the best lines, oh I feel God. like, throughout the whole movie. Yeah. He's too much, to, he's just too enjoyable to watch. That yeah. kid is great. Like, I know he's going to do a lot more. <laughs> I do love I know he's going to do so many more things. Oh my God, yeah, he was great. And it's it just like, I, because I just, so it's a little fresh in my mind because I just watched it again this morning, but when they do go to that cabin and there's like a wanted poster for um, yep. Samuel, like Caucasian male, he's like, well, they got that wrong because they're definitely white. <laughs> it's like little moments <laughs> like that, which are just so funny. Oh, God, I forgot about that. That's yeah. such a funny moment. Yeah. Uh, that whole sequence, that's like the misunderstanding scene too, right? That's when the, the other yes, hunters come in. Good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep, yep. Uh, if you haven't seen this movie, like, uh, you know, not to spoil it, but it's definitely a, a huge misunderstanding where they basically think that Sam Neill is like molesting the kid. Yeah. Yeah. It gets just wacky, so wacky. It's uh, and and no, obviously that's not actually funny in real life, sure. but in the context of the movie, it was it yeah. was hilarious. Yeah, yeah, good. That's such a good movie. I was like, so much I could talk about from this movie, and I just it's hard to pinpoint where to go yeah. next. Yeah, you know, mm -hmm. um, I don't know. I think from maybe looking at it like uh, from a writing standpoint, a little yeah. bit, what what relationships it seemed like they worked the best to you on the page, like what kind of like in watching it, you could see maybe where the layout was or how the writing might have gone. I guess from like the perspective of if, um, if you were writing this movie, yeah. do you think you would have done the characters or relationships any differently? Was there anything that you would have uh, 
uh, wanted to see that didn't happen? Um, no, honestly, like I, I am, was utterly impressed with the writing. Like I, of course, like as a writer too, like whenever I watch movies, I'm constantly thinking about the script, but this one, I, I had no qualms with anything. Like I thought the relationships were all like very believable, um, super strong, like complex too. It's just, it's so, you know, there's so many, um, movies out there and I'm probably guilty of it too, where you have these two characters and of course they're like, they're at ends, they don't get along and then they have this growth and journey throughout and then they kind of form a friendship. Like it's, that happens all the time, but to do it, yeah. he did it in such a, like it totally made sense. You're like, these two char- these two people wouldn't normally get along, but they are brought together by the fact that they're both like, and Samuel especially like loved this woman who they just mm-hmm. lost. So they're dealing with that and they both are two people who realize that they're a lot more alike than they thought, but they, they don't want, they have paths and they don't want, they both kind of have like the same end path. If, if they get caught by the police, it's like, right. It goes to juvie and Samuel goes to prison because of a, like a, a past, like, um, past conviction. Yeah. 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 So it's like, so they kind of initially, like, they're just like, we, this is the way to survive is by like doing this together. And then of course they become, grow this like friendship which is believable and it doesn't ever feel weird you know it's like yeah. they, it makes sense and it I think that Taika did it beautifully and I yeah there's I personally I don't wouldn't want to change anything that he did with any of the relationships um I think I think it was amazing I think Taika is like brilliant and a he, the way he writes characters and uh, builds relationships and stuff are it, he's really good at that <laughs> uh, that's kind of why I asked the question because same watching movies it can be really hard to shut that part of your brain off when you also spend so much time trying to like figure out how characters are going to work together and how they're going to build their relationship through the like course of the story so it can be difficult for sure and um anytime a movie can make it easier for you not to think about it not to worry about it because it's just working so well is so great and Mm -hmm. um i think what he does really well is like finding organic ways for the characters to actually speak and act. And that could be like part of the actors, part of him directing with the actors and, you know, not so much on the page, but um, either way, the, they just seem so natural and having your characters be that natural. I think it just is easier to get in with them. Yeah. They all felt like real people that you you're like, yeah, I believe that these people exist in this world hundred percent, even like the craziest ones. Like they all have, their purpose and motivations are pretty clear by their just what their actions and what they do and say. And it like, you have, like, like I said, like we have psycho Sam, like Lucy Darby's character who is mm-hmm. insane. But it's like, yeah, I believe that this person exists in this world. A hundred percent. Yeah. It feels like somebody that, you know, yeah. you, yeah. you cross paths with some people. Sometimes you're like, okay, you're, you're interesting. You're, you're not, okay. you're not a person. Yeah. <laughs> All these people's lives I bought, you know, and having each character, like even the smallest characters, like uh, the dad and the daughter who are really only in the movie such a short amount of time. They they, played their part. Yeah, but not only did they play their part, like they each were still their own character and had things that they like wanted and needed or did that fit for them in Mm -hmm. those small moments. Like the dad coming in and asking for like a selfie with Ricky Baker. I was like, this is perfect. This is so good. (laughs) See him like he's a celebrity. He's like, oh, Ricky Baker. (laughs) (laughs) 
he's all excited not worried just thrilled love yeah, it so all right well then um closing thoughts on the movie things that like you took away from it either on like a personal level emotionally or like as an artist or a writer that you yeah. uh, were like really inspired by um, well, it definitely uh, gave me a lot of like uh, goals when it comes to a movie and writing and stuff. I, I was like, I would love to write something it, like in this with this a similar tone, you know, like a yeah. fun adventure, but like that does have like emotional through line and some depth and layers. Like it's not just um, like just jokes for jokes. It's like it's just something genuinely funny and fun. Um, so I've always I, I would love to like write something uh in that vein or just something that could be like put in a similar category you know without yeah. like it actually being like the same thing of course um but yeah and it, it kind of that like i said it was the first time i ever heard of taiko atidia's kind of i'm not sure when what we do in the shadows came out but i i definitely saw that after um hunt for the wilder people and it kind of sparked my like love and admiration for taiko atidi because um i just think he is just brilliant and hilarious and such a weirdo and i love that he's such yep. a weirdo um so yeah i mean it definitely put him on my radar and now his movies since i've all loved i mean thor ragnarok was was great like and hilarious and and jojo rabbit was amazing like it's just oh, he's man. just yeah. he's just great and i yeah so that's what i took away from it and also when i think about home for the wilder people i it, it's so it's such a, a colorful movie it's just fun, you know? I'm always excited to show people that movie or like uh, recommend it for anyone who hasn't seen it, so. But yeah, I just, it's um, definitely like, I would love to have a movie of that caliber at some point that I've written. So that's kind of gave me some, some goals to work towards. Yeah, fair enough. I can, I can obviously commiserate with that. Yeah. Um, I definitely walked away from that movie thinking like, okay, yeah, you can do so much with yeah. your movie no matter what it is as crazy as it might sound as long as you back it up with your story so it just yeah, was like reaffirming exactly. yeah you know it's like okay great there's like not necessarily a perfect way or like a specific way it has to be written you can go yeah. any direction you want as long as you make your story work and that yeah, is always great um so i definitely took that away from it for sure and then taiko watiti is amazing they're great like that kid is awesome i look forward yeah. to seeing him oh, more work such it's like grounded in absurdity right like it's yeah it's movie but it's grounded like so you yeah. feel like yeah, i'm here for it i buy this i'm in it you know this all works and makes sense grounded absurdity is like the perfect way to to yeah. describe it it's it's exactly that it's hard it's so hard to do it really is yeah. I, I mean, there's a lot of shows that kind of like straddle that line sometimes, but they don't always succeed. More often yeah. than not, they don't succeed. Right, right. Yeah. Well, that's uh, that's Hunt for the Wilder People. We could probably, I imagine, go into like hours and hours of conversation on very specific things, but uh, we don't quite have the time. Uh, <laughs> we're going to get on to what I like to call the big questions. Big questions. What is the first movie you ever saw in theaters or at home or oh, at a drive-in? The first movie I ever saw, 
if you can remember. Well, my earliest memory of seeing a movie in theaters was, oh, I don't want to like say it because it like dates me so hardcore, but um, probably <laughs> I think when I was a kid, I don't remember how old I was, but I do remember seeing The Lion King in the movie theater, in the movie theater as a kid. Hey, I saw that one in the movie theater for sure. Yeah. So yeah. that is my earliest memory of a movie in theater. Yeah. Nice. Okay. So we got The Lion King. All right. Uh, yeah, I it's think... A it's not the, the classic, you know. Right, right. Not the classic <laughs> one. No, the one from the 90s, of course. Yes. It's like 92? Oh, uh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Somewhere in there. Hey, that's okay, because I'm pretty sure I haven't said on the show yet, because yeah. I don't think anybody's actually returned the question at me, but I'm going to volunteer it since it's my yeah, show. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I'm pretty sure the first one I saw in theaters might have been T2? No, Batman Returns. I think the, it was Batman that's Returns. First, that's the first movie you remember seeing in theaters? I think, oh, I wow. think. Yeah. And uh, I mostly just remember that it was Batman and Catwoman. I don't remember yeah. like, <laughs> the actual experience of seeing it. Oh, and then like Penguin was scary. Penguin scared the hell out of yeah. me. Uh, that was it though. <laughs> I think that was my first one um very different uh very movies. different tone for sure <laughs> i'm like yeah i'm gonna see this cartoon like, uh, and then uh okay so that's uh that's what first movie so next question is what are your okay. top three movies and why and a hunt for uh hunt for the wilder people is one of those that's it is fun. one of them yes so we already discussed all those reasons um jurassic park is one of my favorite movies um i remember seeing it as a kid and I just, it was the first, it was the first movie I remember seeing that made me be like, ooh, I want to, I want to make movies or I want to like do something with movies. I just thought yeah. it was so cool um, that they were like acting alongside, especially when I found out, I remember, I don't remember how old I was when I like, there's like that behind the scenes, like special feature, but um, where they go into depth about making Jurassic Park and all that. And I mm -hmm. remember you know, it's just cool because you're like, wow, this is like someone created this robotic T-Rex and they're acting with it. And it just looked, it was, it was just so cool to me. And that, yeah, it kind of like sparked my interest in, in filmmaking and also my interest that I like love dinosaurs. So um, I always was like interested in dinosaurs as a kid too. So I saw that and I was just sold. But yeah, it's like the one movie that I could watch. I mean, I've watched it so many times and I don't, I don't get bored of it. I don't care that I know it, like every moment that's going to happen. Like I, I love it. Um, I just saw it again exactly. at the drive-in this summer. It was like a Jaws Jurassic Park double feature. And it Ooh, was that's awesome. Like, yeah. That sounds so yeah. good. Mm -hmm. Two, two of my, my top favorite movies together by yeah. the same director. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That makes sense. Yep. That's mm -hmm. a good double feature. It's a good double feature. Right. Yeah uh jurassic park yeah good god i uh i look forward to talking about that one so that'll be one of the next ones we talk about the next yeah. time we do this and uh okay and then your your other third your third choice for a uh, favorite so this one is like a little bit of a downer but it, <laughs> i it's i and also a testament to like how good it is too is that even though it's like such a heavy and um topic i can still watch it over and over again um and it's spotlight which I just think is 
brilliant. Like, I mean, every it's written so wonderfully, and it, I mean, it's based on a true story, of course. But everyone in it is great, and it's it's like one of those movies where it's like there's not it's not like there's these action scenes or like there like all this commotion. It's just these journalists uncovering a story, and I I feel. Like when I watch it, I'm like on the edge of my seat, like, you know, on this journey with them, which I think is pretty awesome that they're able to do that. So I, that's another one of my favorite, favorite movies. Um, and I just watched it again a couple weeks ago. I showed a friend. So, yeah. Yeah. Spotlight is, that's heavy. a hell of a movie. It's yeah. heavy for sure, but it's really good. Really um, good yeah. That'll be, again, that's going to be a really fun one to discuss because that'll yeah. be one of the next ones we talk about. Uh, so yeah, with those three, we got Hunt for the Wilder People, Jurassic Park, and Spotlight from Jesse. Yeah. So we'll get to talk about those next couple the next time we have Jesse on. Um, all right. How about what are some movies you're looking forward to that aren't out yet? Oh. Um, I know that's tough in Corona times. Yeah, I don't even know because I'm like, I don't even know what is on its way um everything kind of got lost as a you know they got everything got pulled I'm I'm trying to remember like there what I was like excited and I'm not a big horror movie person but I really did like a quiet place and I was looking forward to seeing the second one. Oh yeah that's um, right it was supposed to come out last March and of course didn't so I guess that's the only one that I can think of off the top of my head um I'm sure there's tons of other movies that are on our way. I just haven't been really keeping up with. Yeah, um, no, fair enough. I haven't been in the theaters since before all this. So. Hey, that's, you know, honestly, part of yeah. me asking the question is to find out like, uh, yeah. cause I say, I don't really know what's coming. I know yeah. only a few things. So I keep hoping I'll hear something I haven't heard about. <laughs> I know I've seen a lot of dates being 2022. So it's like hard to get super excited about movies that aren't coming yeah. up. I'm just like, ah, I'm just going to keep, keep it. Uh, it's like, all right, which ones are going to get like, you know, released on streaming and which ones am I going to have to rent for like $30? Yeah. Like what's, uh, what's the deal here? Yeah. I mean, I am excited to see Bank, which is going to be released um, pretty soon on, I think on Netflix, right? Oh. It's like that um, new David Fincher movie. That should be good. Oh yeah, that's right. Which is going to be a I Netflix completely one. forgot about that. That's the only other one that I can think of that, I, that I've seen that's coming out um, streaming-wise anytime soon. Although there are, I'm sure there are movies, like there's movies that were filmed in Cleveland that I don't think have released a streaming date. Oh, you know what I'm actually really excited to see that I still am not sure when it's coming out, but it was shot here and I saw the trailer um, a couple months ago and I had got like goosebumps. It's um, Judas and the Black Messiah which was oh. amazing. And it was shot in Cleveland um, last summer, I want to say. But wow. they released a trailer um, like a couple months ago. And it, if you haven't seen it, just check it out. It looks amazing. Oh, I'm definitely going to now. Uh... I'm not sure when it's being released, but it looks like they'll probably release it closer to like when, you know, Oscar buzz time, whenever that is this year. That makes sense. Yeah. But I mean, that's a hell of a title. So I, I'm already, yeah. I'm already intrigued. It looks amazing. Like I, I'm not lying. Like I got goosebumps watching the trailer. So I would highly okay. recommend. Well, now I have to watch it. I'm going to look that up like as soon as we're done talking. <laughs> uh, all right. All right. And then, uh, yeah. Any, any other personal movie recommendations that haven't been discussed thus far? 
Hmm. Doesn't have to be a favorite movie, just one you, you like and would recommend. Yes. Oh, man. I'm trying to think if I've seen anything recently that I would recommend. Um, I guess, like, a movie that comes to mind that I just really like it, that I saw a while back that is, like, pretty fun is Ruby Sparks, which I always really enjoyed. Okay. It came out of, I don't remember when it came out, but that, I don't, that one comes to mind. I'm sure I'll think of, like, 15 other movies as soon as I get off this that I would, I mean. Yeah, that happens, that happens. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I mean, if we're sitting on the topic of Taika Waititi, I would highly, I'm sure most people have seen it, but I would say What We Do in the Shadows is definitely, like, a fun movie that I would recommend for sure. That's a good one to recommend. I definitely recommend that one as well. Uh, the show is actually not half bad. It's not the same, but it's not half bad. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's a little bit weirder. And, um, I honestly was surprised because it doesn't, it's not going to spoil anything from the actual show, but, uh, the original characters do make an appearance at some point in the first season, which I was like, oh, so they're not just like, they're actually different characters entirely. Oh, I see. Characters. Okay. Okay. Interesting. So that was really, really fun to see in that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, what we do in the shadows—that's that's a good recommendation. Yeah, I, yeah. I applaud that one. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think if I have anything to recommend. I only just recently watched Hostels. Uh, I don't—it's good, but it's intense. Uh, yeah, that's that's <laughs> probably not what I want to recommend to watch next, though. Um, let me think. Gosh. I feel like I haven't watched as many movies as I probably should have in the last bunch of months. I, I definitely haven't. I've been watching like just, I feel like shows on loop, like Schitt's Creek or The Office or something. Yeah. Well, I, I've had The Office on loop just because it's leaving Netflix this year. Oh, and, oh God. So, so yeah, then we'll have to get another, another streaming app, I guess, to, to watch it. Oh, well. Uh, okay. Well. <laughs> have no further movies to recommend at this time because i can't think of anything that yeah, i yeah just not one that i've seen recently gonna, enough you're just gonna go with hostel then the hostels i'm gonna go with hostels for now. <laughs> just uh just as my my soft recommendation i'll call it a yeah, soft yeah. recommendation you got to make sure you're in the mood to watch it though right yeah <laughs> uh <laughs> you know what though i did watch another movie called the duel which was a western also on netflix oh. that stars okay. Woody Harrelson, and he's the bad guy, and he's pretty okay. damn fantastic. So like I can recommend that. Yeah. That's also an intense movie, though. Uh, <laughs> it's a western. It's it's about revenge, as most westerns tend to be. Yes, so, yes, yes. Uh, that's that's how that goes. But Is anyway, it newer though, or it just came out, or I think it came out had to have come out within the last like few years because yeah. it's it's definitely a newer shot movie, and it's got. Um, because opposite Woody Harrelson is uh, Alice Braga playing one of the characters and one of the Hemsworth brothers. I can't remember which one. It's definitely not Chris, though. It might be Liam. But it's not, it's definitely, yeah, because there's only, there's like three, right? But like one of them is kind of... One is not like the others. But I think it is Liam. I think it is Liam. Okay. And they, he does a pretty good performance in that. Well, then, yeah, let's, uh, we're in the wrap-up section of the podcast here. Are there any pluggables or anything you want to alert possible listeners to that you have um, coming down the pipeline? I have things that are, like, 
in the early stages that are where that I hopefully at some point next year will something good will come of it. So <laughs> right. uh, I have nothing to, I mean, I have nothing like that'll be released um, visually uh, anytime soon, but just a lot of scripts that are like kind of in the pre-production phase um, that will hopefully get um, funding and stuff for next year. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, and I know hobby, if I'm allowed to say that, yeah, if I'm not, yeah, yeah. I can cut that out. <laughs> no, you totally can. Um, we shot a proof of concept of that. So we are, I've been working on a pitch deck. So basically the proof of concept along with the pitch deck and, um, I haven't written the full script yet, but I'll probably try to get as much of that done as possible, but we're going to hope to um, package all that together and hopefully get some interest in the, um, feature, which it's basically like, a mockumentary style uh, comedy about the lovely world of hobby horse. Yeah. Not a lot of people know about, but it's fantastic. So, yeah. It, it sounds like it'll be a riot. Uh, it, it sounds like you're kind of doing it like the, uh, the best in show sort of Christopher yes. guest style, which yeah, is great yeah. choice. Yeah. Yes. That was like the kind of the only thing, like when I first saw the sport and was like, Oh, I need to make something about this. That was the first thing that came to mind was like, a Christopher Guest style um, way to do it because I just feel like that's to me that seems like the way to get the most out of it. I yeah. think that's genius. Um, yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited to see whatever you got when it's whenever it's ready because <laughs> yeah. I'm sure it'll be hilarious. Uh, well, all right then. Yeah. Uh, do you want to pop any like Instagram tags or anything like that? Are you good? Uh, you know, people I mean, have been a little little hit or little hit or miss on that. Yeah, I mean, sure. Why not? I mean, it's out there. So my Instagram handle is jessasaurus58. Um, See, Jurassic Park, dinosaurs, Park big influence. See? Um, yeah. And then my Facebook is just my name. It's Jesse Lee. So um, you can find me, but I don't really, Facebook's not really my, not really on it that much, but Instagram is the way to find me. Fair Go to enough. my website, jesse-lee.com. That, that'll also bring you to all that. So yeah. Well, there you go. That's how you can find Jesse. Jesse, uh, like I said, very talented writer, actress, and going to be director for sure. Uh, check her out. Check out her stuff. And uh, thanks for listening to Scott's Movie Pod until I think of a better name, which I may never do. So uh, see you later. Right. That should be the title, just that whole thing. I know. So, people keep saying that. I'm like, it's a mouthful, though. It's a mouthful. Though. It'll probably wind up being the title sure. because I, I just... All right, thank you very much for stopping by and listening to Scott's Movie Pod until I think of a better name, which I may never do. Special thanks to my guests for coming on the show and all of you for listening. Original podcast music by Weston Lee Ball. You can find them at lava underscore submersible on Instagram and Weston Lee Ball on Facebook. And if you like the podcast, do me a favor and just rate and review. Let me know what you think. Leave a comment and uh, maybe I'll read it during the show. Thanks again and I'll catch you next time.